Welcome back, everybody. It's time once again for another episode of Meet Our Community, the Hispanic community here in Orange County. Powered by the Orange County Hispanic Chamber of Commerce and Orange County's only community radio station, OC Talk Radio. Streaming live from our studios here at the University of California, Irvine's Beale Applied Innovation Center. With the man, well, he always brings in the best. No exception today here. Who'd you bring in? Thank you, Paul. Thank you for having us. Welcome to our community podcast show powered by the Orange County Hispanic Chamber of Commerce. I'm your host, John Gutierrez, the senior vice president here. And we're excited to have another great organization uh, that's supported our chamber a lot. And we have with us two special guests, Kendra and Christina from the Orangewood Foundation. Welcome, ladies, to our show. Thank you for having us. Thanks for having us, John. We got to get Christina to lean in a little bit. She leaned out of the shot. Oh, oh. sorry, guys. (laughs) I'm here. She leaned right out of the show. She was so excited before the show, and now she just pulled herself completely out of it. Let me get super close. Can you see me now? Now we can see you. All right. right. Just don't block it. I know, exactly. I'm not trying to... Yeah, there we go. We're... A little bit closer. It's okay. a little more. These are the challenges. Really getting here. These there are the challenges go. we face, you know, when we have two guests, and that's okay. It's this okay. This is good. This is good. And Kendra, I know that uh, you're the chief development officer, so thank you so much for being here. And of course, Christina, you're the senior development operations manager. Can you guys share briefly a little bit about your roles, and and then we'll go into Orangewood Foundation and, and all the amazing work that you guys do. Of course. Absolutely. So as Chief Development Officer, I oversee all of our fundraising and marketing, which means I get to tell the story of Orangewood and bring our community together to support our youth. And Christina is the glue that keeps our department together. You can tell me. I do. So I do all of like our analytics, any of the donations that come in through all of our donors. Since we have tons of programs, I ensure that they're going to the correct place. So I work really closely with our finance department and ensuring that they're allocated to where our donors want them to go. But I also oversee our individual giving program. So ensuring that our donors are properly stewarded and they're getting the information that they want from us um, based on where they're donating to. That's awesome, and and I want to just point out to everybody, Orangewood Foundation has been a longtime supporter of our Orange County Hispanic Chamber of Commerce. You've been involved in our Estrella Awards, which we want to thank you guys. We really appreciate all your support. Stay at Wars is always fun, right? It is super. It's fun. always a good time. <laughs> yeah, so getting all dressed up. Exactly. Instagram reel for that. <laughs> so let's let's share with everybody that's listening and watching us here. Let's talk about Orangewood Foundation. Can you give us a little brief history for our viewers and our listeners? What is the Orangewood Foundation about? Yes. Well, our history is anything but brief. We've been around since 1981. I'll share a little bit about the beginning and a little bit about who we are now, just to save us some time. I know we only have 30 minutes here. It's okay. Uh, Uh, So we started out in 1981, Bill Steiner, um, who we like to refer to as our godfather, who just just recently passed away, unfortunately. Bill Steiner and General William Lyon had a vision for serving youth in Orange County who didn't have a place to go when they were brought into foster care. So the Orangewood Children's Home came out of that vision, and that's always been run by the county since day one. Uh, But that group of people who came together and said, you know, what are we going to do about housing these kids was also looking to the future. Um, They were asking what happens to these kids next when they age 
out of foster care? And that's a question that we've continued to ask ourselves over the last 42 years. You know, what happens next? So we like to think of ourselves as a community of innovators who care. And we really put our youth's voice first. We listen to them and we listen to hear what challenges they're facing. And over the years, we've developed many projects and programs to meet their unique needs in each moment. I know we're going to go into some of these projects, right? Yeah. I know you mentioned there was like 10 different, uh, I guess, sections or mm-hmm. resources in programs. your right programs yeah. in your organization. I mean, you want to point out just some sure. of them? That'd be great. Yeah. So over the years, we've developed projects like Rising Tide, which is a transitional housing program. It was started by the Men of the Rising Tide, a group from Mariners who came alongside and supported us. Uh, we've got the Samueli Academy, who's yes. been very involved with the chamber. Shout out to Samuel Academy. And, <laughs> yes. and let me tell you, that school, uh, we did a mixer there for our high school um, and college uh, youth chamber, and they just did an amazing job of hosting us. So thank you to their staff and to the school for hosting us. It's a beautiful campus. It really is. Uh, I'm a native of Santa Ana. I grew up in Santa Ana, and to walk into this beautiful school was just like wow it's just i encourage anybody watching or listening go look at the school take a tour the classrooms are just huge yeah they are and it was very intentionally designed um for youth who um are you know still growing their brains are still developing so you've got a lot of natural light um, but what happens inside of those classrooms is really important too. the yes. culture on campus at Samueli um, just meets the needs of our students the other really exciting project of Orange Wood that's on campus at Samueli is our youth connected program which is for all intents and purposes a dorm for high school students we like to kind of refer to it as an urban boarding school and so that's a very innovative unique program and something that the community can actually get involved in. We're always looking for foster parents or what we now call resource parents to take kids in. They live on campus from Sunday night through Friday and live in your home on the weekends, during school breaks and summer. We hope that that will develop into a permanent connection and a place that they can call home uh, when they're older. Um, but it's what we like to call a collaborative foster care model. So it's, we do a lot of the heavy lifting for you. I thought that was really unique when I took the tour that day, um, when yeah. they shared the story of the foster uh, yeah. students that are there. And I just thought that was a brilliant model, right? Yeah. The, because then, you have a little bit of both worlds, right? They get to be there, but then they go away with the family and still interact with that family love, development, whatever it may be. Yeah. So I thought that was, who came up with that whole concept? I mean, that's that just a... has been a labor of love over the last 15, maybe even more years. Susan wow. Samueli and Sandy Jackson uh, came together and they said, we have to do better by these kids. You will often hear stats about foster kids moving school placements every time they move homes. And that can be up to 13 times a year for some kids. So you can imagine that's incredibly disruptive you know on top of just all of the other worries that they have they can't focus on school if they're moving constantly so this gives them a real home base it took many many years to make this happen and a lot of support from the community but it's it's here and now we just need the community to step up and become parents and become part of this program i will say you don't have to wake high schooler up every morning for school so that's a one plus of being a part of the program so for everybody listening out there we're looking for more parents mm-hmm. to get involved with Orangewood Foundation 
and this high school, or yes. what do you call it? Is it junior high? Because it's, it's it's actually seventh through twelfth grade. Exactly right. Yeah. And get involved more involved in the foster part of the component. There's a need for that. Yes. So it's very important. Whoever's listening or watching this. If you've ever wanted to be involved in something heartwarming and caring, and just um, you know, just know that you're not doing it by yourself. Yep. I know you mentioned that you, there's a support group there, right? There is in a very unique way, and and that's something we're really proud of, and it's working really well for the parents who are on board so far. So, so Paul, you want to make a comment? I'm just going to say what I to- told them offline that I was a foster parent. We ended up adopting our one and only daughter out of foster care. That's Paul, our producer. He's a foster care parent. The startup's a foster care parent and fell in love with our foster child and ended up adopting her. Now she's my one and only daughter. That's awesome. That's and story. I can tell you, it's the most rewarding frustrating fearful <laughs> frightening amazing incredible inspiring give any it goes to go down all the adjectives and yes, added yes. in there but give some idea of how many kids are in the system here because i was told that this is now she was 10 so she's this is almost 20 years ago we did this she's in her 30s now yeah um and we met her when she was 10 mm-hmm. and nobody wants to adopt a 10 year old once they yeah. get past one or two or three they're damaged. I don't want them. They're mm-hmm. too trouble. I have too many things. Don't you have just nice little cute little orphan kid that right. has no problems? No. And give us some profile of the kids that fall in the system. How many? Who are? Who they are? Sure. Yeah. Well, the last that I heard, we we roughly have about twenty five hundred to three thousand kids in foster care in Orange County. Now, don't quote me on that. Go do your fact checking. Yes. Uh, it's been a while since I've quoted that stat. Um, but we have 48 beds in our dorm that are open to youth who could use a school like ours. And our school is built for kids who, you know, are going through high school, which is traumatic for everyone, but specifically for kids who have experienced trauma. Our principal on campus, Lee Fleming, likes to say it's kind of like the OXO model. I don't know if you're familiar with the brand OXO. They make the kitchen products that you might have in your home. I have a couple in my home. What a lot of people don't know is those products were actually created for folks with arthritis. But it turns out they're better for everyone. And so when we created the school, we created the school with foster kids in mind. You know, foster kids who've been through traumatic situations like being pulled from their home and who went through trauma at home. Yes. Maybe they were abused, maybe they were neglected or a combination. But we created the school for them. It turns out the school is better for everyone. So we have a whole mix of the community going to our school. We have students from all over the community, especially in Santa Ana. And it turns out that being a trauma-informed school is better for any kid. I mean, who didn't have a little trauma in high school, right? I, I will say that while we were taking the tour, some of our members that took the tour that day um, were really impressed, like our good friend Feli Tech, who's in the engineering area and IT department. He loved that whole engineering classroom they had. Yes. Another had I had another member who mentioned uh, there's a there's a classroom where they do the fashion design or something design class, and yeah. she was just so impressed by like wow this is so cool i didn't do this till college yeah you mm-hmm. know so it was very impressive the different areas that are being covered um and being provided uh educational wise yeah. for these students and it's great that 
it's not just high school. It's it's like seventh, right? You said seventh, right? seventh through grade. high school, right? Yeah. So it's good they're picking that up at an earlier stage, right? Yeah. Two more little stats, and then I'll stay trying to stay out of this thing. <laughs> right. real, I, my heart's out to what you guys are doing. Great. It's it's great work. I don't think most of us realize how many kids there are in need or in the system, mm-hmm. and we take these kids out because something horrible is happening. They've been abandoned. They've been abused. They've been ne- neglected. The most unbelievably horrible things happening to these kids. We take them out to save them ostensibly and then nobody adopts them and they and then age out at 18 and you literally like getting out of prison you give them what a couple hundred dollars and set of clothes or something say good luck and yeah. most of them fall into poverty or prostitution or home drugs or million other things they got nothing else to do they don't know where to go mm. and i think that just we, with the best intention we take these kids out but because there are so few foster families or people that'll yeah. step up and adopt them they quickly fall back into the yeah. system. Yeah. Well, what I think is great to that point is that Orangewood Foundation hopefully is creating a filter system that even if they don't get um, a family, at least they're being provided proper education, proper resources, support, life skills, yep. things that are going to prepare them, right? Mm-hmm. Am I correct yeah, on this? And that this? takes us back to some of these other projects and programs outside yes. of the school. The school's one of those 10. I know, you um, said there's... We've a- got a resource center on site in Santa Ana uh, at our Orangewood facilities where kids can come and get a hot meal, they can take a shower, they can do their laundry. That's really where we build trust. Is this the um, kitchen you were talking about? That's the kitchen, okay. yes. Another place that folks can come in and share their skills. Or we have some volunteers who come into our kitchen to learn to cook, yeah. I've learned. Yeah. So that's great. We or that will come cook with the youth. We had California Pizza Kitchen that came out a couple weeks ago and made pizzas with our youth, which yeah. is super fun. That sounds yeah. fun. Now, do you look for volunteers also yes. to yes. be a part of it? Okay, that's yeah. important. So anybody that wants a volunteer that's yep. listening or watching, mm-hmm. Definitely, there's a volunteer opportunity to yes. get involved. I think that always helps just getting in and volunteering and seeing the flow of things, and then it might inspire you to do other things in the yeah, organization, absolutely. right? Definitely. So, let's talk about the Orangewood Challenge. Yes. We're going to pivot here a little bit because the Orangewood Challenge is a fundraiser, right? Correct. That's going to help obviously raise money mm-hmm. for a lot of these great programs that you're doing and I know there's 10 different programs and yes. and we can go into a little bit more of them maybe if we have a little extra time at the end but but I know the Orangewood Challenge is something that's coming up so mm-hmm. Christina would you like to talk a little about that would, do you want to go into that? So I will let Kendra talk about a little bit <laughs> okay. of how it started and okay. you know more of that high level stuff and then I'll kind of share how you guys can get involved and participate okay so. right. go ahead So like I said earlier, we are a community of innovators who care. One of those innovators is our incoming board chair, Paul Tobin, who was involved in an event in Australia that was rigorous and, you know, going out and climbing mountains. He came here and he said, we need to do something like this. And, you know, we go to a lot of galas and luncheons and that's great, but we're always looking for something new. So this is one of the most unique, innovative events in Orange County. You get in teams of four. You do some fundraising uh, peer-to-peer, which means just asking your friends to support you and taking this challenge on. And then on April 29th, down at the Newport Beach Dunes, we will see those teams of four participate in an obstacle course. And you know, we really like to focus on the fact that our youth face challenges every day um, that are thrown their way, and they overcome those, sometimes with our help, sometimes on their own. And we're taking this challenge on for them. So we've got 17 teams so far signed up to show up for our youth. 
Our goal is 20. If we can get 20 teams to meet their fundraising goal, or this more, will... or more. <laughs> yes, or more. Yeah, I or love more. It. Yes. Uh, so, this will be a million dollar event for Orangewood's work and our services. So this challenge, it will be on a Saturday. Saturday. And then you'll arrive early in the morning, check in. Correct. Right. So well, we have time to stretch. You we, will. We, we got to stretch, right? I think John, John, you're you're going to be participating. I know. Right? I'm working on being part of this whole thing. They're trying to recruit me here. So <laughs> I gave John. I saw him at the youth chamber event that we had at Samuel Academy last week. Yes. And I gave him a very special challenge box where I was challenging. Really him. cool socks, by the way. He got socks. I love for the socks. Yes, they were really fun. They were really cute too. I didn't realize <laughs> they had so many different colors. <laughs> but I have formally asked John to participate as a captain for either OC Hospice or Who wants to be on my team? Come on. <laughs> exactly. For the chamber. So, Who wants to be on my team? Let's go. Let's do this. He needs some teammates. So I feel like you should challenge other jobs. Yeah, I got to get in shape again. Yes. Wow. And you don't even have to be in shape. That's what is so fun about this. It's a fun challenge, right? It's a fun challenge. Yes. You can sit behind a desk all day and still participate in this challenge. You could be super fit like me and also participate <laughs> in this challenge. I mean... <laughs> We'll bring out the muscles. I'm just kidding. Showing the guns. Showing the guns. Why you got to make me look bad? Why you got to make me look bad? I'm your coach, John. (laughs) (laughs) But going off of that, I I am hoping you accept this challenge, but I'm going to come back to you. Why am I sweating over here, Paul? Why am I sweating? Is it this cold? I'm not saying nothing because you're going to pull me into this thing. Paul, let's go, Paul. But um, so there's like I saw the. Uh, the what do you have to video. do though? What do you have the, to like, do? Like the crawling under the stuff, right? It's like a the jumping, bit of yeah. which is super. It's cool. kind of like these mud runs, but without the mud. Not right? as advanced. Not so as advanced. Okay. The, okay, those ones are hardcore. It's yes. not as bad as like a Spartan race. Okay. That requires a lot of training. Yes. This doesn't require too much training. It yeah. does require you to be able to maybe crawl, yeah. carry a partner across, yeah. you know, some it's, water. It's fun. It's fun. It's super it's fun. It's for a good cause and it's so fun. It's about teamwork and yes. collaboration. There's definitely some strength elements there's, and there's a little age groups? What, what do you all adults all adults, all adults okay. but we yeah. are introducing a teen race this year so if we have any teens out there who oh. are interested in participating that is now so an like, option like high school kids yeah okay, yeah. okay just one your son there you go that'd be fun Where's, he could be your ringer my son jonathan watching hey oh. let's put together <laughs> your, your football let's team let's bring together. that fo- and somebody have championship football team jonathan oh let's go somebody <laughs> tweeted so how does this raise money then do you have there's yes. an entry fee or yes. do, or do. people pledge so much for you know every like when you run somebody pledges per mile or something how do you how do it they is raise a money? bit like a jogathon in that way so yeah. you pay an entry fee um each participant and then each participant sets a fundraising goal um so the total for each team is 40000 as a goal. Uh-huh. Um, the entry fee is $2,000, and then we ask everyone to raise $8,000, which is easier than it sounds, actually. We have two teams that raise over $100,000 wow. themselves. Oh so, um, And again, you're asking your community. So we have your community here, John. So we have you live on go. Facebook, and we have the community that's you know in back of the radio Who right will now. support John? Who will support John? Yeah. If you're going to support John, <laughs> go ahead and throw your name in here. I would pay to watch him do this. And pa, any pa, there's, like, there's like crickets. There's crickets. They're like, we don't believe in John. 
But outside of being on a team, if yes. that's too much, there yes. are some other ways that you, you can, can get sponsor, involved. right? Exactly. We have a sponsorship as well as underwriting opportunities. So if okay. you wanted to underwrite one of our courses, your name would be put there, whether it's personal, you know, you want to- Like pers- your business or something? Yeah, or okay. your business name. So okay. we have um, tons of opportunities and we'll share that with you so that you can post um, online and share that with everybody else. But we also are looking for vendors and partners. Mm-hmm. So if that's something where you also want to get your name out to all of the partners that will be there either participating or at our Orangewood Fest. I- I'm going to be at the end of the race selling tacos. Hey, there we're going to have tacos with us. Tacos. <laughs> we're going to need tacos at the get end for sure. Get some of tacos. Whatever I race is going back to the foundation. Exactly. I love that. But we, yeah, so if Good you're plan. a vendor and you're looking to also get your name out there and you want to set up a booth, definitely reach out to us. Let's let's look to partner there. Uh, so you do want businesses to get involved. Do. If they don't yeah. want to participate racing, or exactly. they can be sponsors, whatever it may be. Exactly. Okay, and how do they reach you if they want to do any of this? I will gladly give you guys my email address and you guys can contact me at clopez at orangewoodfoundation.org and that is spelled C-L-O-P-E-Z at orangewoodfoundation.org. Reach out to me directly and let's talk. Let's get on a Zoom call. Let's you know bring you back to the radio because it's my favorite place to be. I'm just kidding. But definitely reach out and we'll get you guys plugged in either sponsors or again vendors or if you want to participate. Again, we are looking for 20 teams, 17 so far, 18 maybe after this this lovely radio uh, session here and then See Lopez. <laughs> so I'm also going to tag Mario Lopez on this yes. so you can participate. Oh yes, since your family, that. since your family, I you know? would love that, you know, it's my <laughs> uncle. And the last way to get involved is actually just to show up. Yeah. It's actually a free community event after the race is over we'll have a band we'll have food trucks we'll have stuff for all ages wait 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 let's repeat that a band and food. The band will be the Tijuana Dogs. So if you guys are pop, if you they're pretty popular. So if you guys are familiar with them, great time to see them because they tend to sell out at a lot of their events. And this is a free event. So I think it's important we let our viewers know this. First of all, yes, please donate if you can't make it because there's a way to donate if you can't go that day. That's very important. Yes. Um, two, if you're a business, which we have a lot of businesses that listen to us and watch us, if you're a business. You can contact Christina or myself, and I can direct you to Christina either way. Um, But there you can sponsor, promote your business, whatever it may be. You're supporting the good cause, which is great. And see, if you can't do either or, at least you can come out and connect with you guys, network, learn more about the foundation Mm -hmm. and the programs, right? And then little by little, you can get more involved. Either way, we want you some way, somehow, to be a part of this. Exactly. Um, Because... I think what you guys all do, and Paul will agree, is phenomenal, right? Because it helps so much the community. If not you, who else? Exactly. Mm, If not you, who else? Yep. Send them my way. Because the thing I learned out of going through this experience is that no matter how much these kids have been through, and they've been through a lot, they are incredibly resilient Mm -hmm. if you just give them a little TLC and show a little love and a little attention here. Oh my God, what they can accomplish is amazing. Yeah. Do you all think you'll have like some of these families that are involved with the kids there that well, day? Last year, we had a team of our youth who came and participated. Okay. I'm not sure they knew what they were getting themselves into. So we'll see if they'll come back. <laughs> okay. um, but yeah. I think it's always good for, uh, like, obviously, Paul is a great testimonial what he's done. Um, and, and thank you, Paul, for doing that. That's amazing that families uh, can do this for the children, right? Um, 
But I think it's great if you go to the event and maybe you meet somebody yeah. like yeah. a Paul who's yeah. been through it exactly. and can kind of share with you, hey, this is the experience. Yeah. Or maybe some of the other people that are involved with the students at Samuel mm-hmm. Academy, right? Yeah. Um, uh, the ones that are there at the... And I think one of the best ways to really get to know our youth is to come in and cook those meals in the kitchen. Mm -hmm. You know, you don't have to be a celebrity chef to do that. You can come and make whatever your favorite meal is. And that's, you know, just like in any home, the kitchen is where you gather. The kitchen is where you share stories and you're going to meet our kids and you're going to get to know them. Just like Paul said, they deserve a chance and they just need that little extra support because... They haven't really been given a fair shake in life. They've had to overcome a ton of obstacles from such a young age, and they just need the community to come and wrap around them and support them as they, you know, chart their path in life. Now, we have a few minutes before we have to close out because Paul's giving me that eye that, you know, you have a couple minutes they left. They get to run longer. <laughs> yes. Thanks, Paul. You're Thanks, best. Paul. Do you want to share a little bit about some of the other programs that are part of the Orangewood Foundation? Sure. Uh, that would be great because I know there's like 10 different ones. So we've got two really exciting new programs. One is the Lion Workforce Academy. That was really a vision from Cassandra Williams, who's one of our board members. And she said, I want to hire these kids. We need to give them a chance to get out and make living wages and to try different jobs. And so she was our pilot. The Lion family, who's been involved from the beginning, came came alongside us and gave us some seed funding for that. And the Surian family, who's been involved from the very beginning, got involved with that. So basically, our kids go through kind of this program where they are placed in a job. Um, not only do they get a support from Orangewood to make sure they stay in that job and they get a stipend um, to make sure that they're prepared to be in that job, but the company also gets support from Orangewood. Um, they get some trauma-informed training, which what we're learning from the companies is it changes the company company too in in the best ways and it makes you a better employer for the rest of your employees you're more empathetic you're understanding the needs of your employees and their employee retention is going up because of this program and so that's that's one thing that we're doing the other is our young adult court so judge maria hernandez and dr beth kaufman from uci actually um, developed this program and asked orangewood to partner with them and of course we said yes to both of those amazing women and we provide the case management and they have created a court that is really um, attuned to the needs of adolescents and really paying attention to their brain development. So young adults who have a nonviolent felony are able to go through this program and have that felony removed if they successfully navigate the program. Now, just to give you an idea of what a felony could be, it's anything over $1,000. So if you steal an e-bike today, you now have a felony on your record and you can't vote and it's hard to find a job and it's hard to find a place to live and you are impacted for so long uh, because of this one stupid mistake you made as a young kid or young adult. Um, So we have been proud partners of that program. And... Just like General William Lyon and Bill Steiner back in 1981, we are always game to try something new if it's going to help our kids. And we're just really proud to be a part of this community of innovators who care about our community and who aren't afraid to try new things to solve our biggest challenges. That is awesome that you're offering different programs in different areas and different you know avenues, right? Yeah. Because not everybody... I guess can support the same way or learns the same way and so yeah. the fact that we're we're bringing these young kids or students or you know into the world of um, the business world that's great because yeah. like you said it can impact the business 
for more empathy. And I think that's that's pretty amazing, you know. I want to thank you guys for being on the show. I really appreciate it. But I want to make sure that everybody understands and knows how to get a hold of you guys. Again, there's also, of course, your social media, right? Orangewood Foundation is on Facebook, on Instagram, Instagram, right? And and their new podcast they're starting. That's right. Christina's podcast with Mario Lopez. Yes. (laughs) Mario, I need you. (laughs) Call me. She's like, call me. Um, You know, and then, Christina, give out your email again, please. C. Lopez at orangewoodfoundation.org. And again, it's C. And Christina, L O P E Z at orangewoodfoundation.org. And like that, reach out to Christina if you have any questions, anything we talked about today. You're welcome to make a comment, and we will also, you know, answer that question or forward it to them. But I think it's very important that everybody listening to us, please get involved in the, you know, the Orangewood Challenge. That's going to be such an exciting event, whether it's sponsoring, donating, participating, uh, participating. Somebody want to know the dates again. What are the dates? Where, yes. Dates, when and where? This Eight. is going to be on Saturday, April 29th at the Newport Dunes in Newport Beach. Okay. I don't even know where the Newport Dunes are. Where are the Newport Dunes? Uh, does everybody know right where the Newport Dunes are? PCH and Jamboree over by the, is it the Hyatt? Listen. It's a Newport Beach. It's a Newport Beach. <laughs> I'll find it. I'll find it's it. a nice area. It is, it is. And it's going to be really fun. You're going to have a great view. Yeah. Beautiful day. Yeah. Come out, see John Make tacos. Johnny's making tacos. <laughs> Johnny will be participating. So, John, I have to ask you. Are you accepting the challenge? It's so or? warm in here. Oh, yeah. What's Come going on? on? Kendra's doing it. The Kendra's show has ended. We got to go. <laughs> we want to thank everybody Kendra's for listening. Kendra's also participating. I feel like... I did get roped yeah. in this year. I just want to so. do a shout out to all Johnny's fans here. I want to see the return <laughs> of the rocket. Yes. That's what he was known in high He's school. He's all red now. <laughs> he was, rocket. Wasn't he known okay. as the rocket? I didn't bring it up. We now have did. a team name. Yes. And I think everybody, including me, would pay to see Johnny back in some Speedos. Yes. Let's go, Johnny boy. Paul, I need to find three teammates. Paul, where are those three teammates? I'll be the coach. There you go. Well, I want to thank Kendra and Christina for being here from Orangewood Foundation. Ladies, we really appreciate. First and foremost, thank you for everything you're doing in the community. That's we're having fun and all, but you know, the reality is we're impacting children in our community and they're the future, obviously, of our community. They're they're our future board members of our chamber. They're our future business owners. We, you know, obviously as a chamber, we're always looking to help businesses. So so it's important we're raising good kids in our community, right? And so thank you for all you do. And not only you, but all your staff and all your volunteers. Anyone listening out there, thank you for doing what you do because it's it's greatly appreciated, right? I've always said these kids are going to grow up around my kids. So yeah. it's important, the whole community as a whole, we're, we're helping out, right? And so thank you for being on our show. And thank you for always uh, you know, supporting our Hispanic Chamber of Commerce Estrella Awards. And, of and we'll be seeing you guys there again this we'll year. We'll be there the week before event. the challenge. I, I, I yes, have to make sure, right. I, I can't be in the challenge, I can't pull a muscle. I have to speak at Estrella Awards that it's day. It's okay, I'll, pu- I'll roll you up in a wheelchair. <laughs> it's okay, I got you. You got Man, me, I got you. Nobody's so, going to be in a real trap. Why am I feeling the pressure here? I'm feeling the pressure in here, Paul. So, <laughs> All we need is a couple more people to push him over the line. Yeah, let's go. Let him know. Let him know that you want him to participate, that let's you go. will give funds towards his fundraising effort. We want to see the return of the rocket. That's we do. Right. Yes, the rocket. That was my high school nickname. The now, rocket. Now I would Love call it. it the slow rocket. You know? <laughs> 
the old rocket. Um, thank you so much. Really, I really appreciate it. And um, again, reach out to Christina. Uh, definitely follow them on social media, the Orangewood Foundation. Uh, definitely follow their social media because that's important. We continue to follow not just yeah. this event, but future events that you're doing and that we continue to support such a great cause. Uh, any last words, lady, before we go? Well, thank you so much for having us and for being a part of our community. We appreciate all that the Chamber does and beyond the fun events, all of the work that you do with our youth and, and to support our cause. Thank you. Thank, thank you. you. And we will see you guys on April 29th. Run, <laughs> run, rocket, run. Run, rocket, run. <laughs> all right. Take it away, Paul. Thank you all for tuning in to our community podcast show. All right. I don't even know how to read this now here. Everybody's so laughing here. But thanks for joining us. Meet our community, the Hispanic community right here in Orange County. And all the friends of the community, including Orangewood Foundation. Brought to you by the Orange County Hispanic Chamber of Commerce and Orange County's only community radio station, OC Talk Radio. Streaming live from our studios here at the University of California Irvine's Beal Applied Innovation Center.